0: Maybe you felt it standing on the rim of the Grand Canyon, as an author writes. Maybe it happened to you when you you glanced up at a sky full of stars. That emotion is awe. Have you ever felt that? Have you ever felt awe? Jennifer Steller is a psychology professor at the University of Toronto, and she defines awe as that feeling we experience in response to something vast that defies our existing frame of reference and and leads us to change our perception and, and to enlarge that frame of reference. In other words, awe changes how we view the world, how we view others, and our own lives. It expands our frame of reference. We are now in the season of Lent, an in, in old English word that means spring, and as a church family, we are now waiting for new life to spring up around us in our garden beds, in parks in sports fields, but also as a church family, we now wait for new life to spring up in a tomb in Jerusalem on Easter morning. This Lent, we are preparing for Easter by studying texts and stories through the eyes of Peter. In Advent, we consider the, the text of the season through, through Mary's eyes, reflecting on what it means to to live our lives as disciples of Jesus Christ. In Lent, we are doing that through Peter. Now, Peter is considered Jesus' most important follower. Scholars suggest he he might even be one of the most important people in the history of the world. He's referred to nearly 200 times in the Bible, far more than the other disciples combined. So far in our series, we have stood on the the shore of the Sea of Galilee and heard Jesus say to Peter, come follow me. And with that invitation, Jesus expanded Peter's frame of reference. From there, we heard Peter be invited to step out onto the water and to walk on the water as Jesus came to the disciples in a storm on a boat. And with that invitation, Peter's frame of reference once again expanded to include the possibility that the impossible was possible. Miracles can happen if we are willing in faith to step out of our boat. Which brings us to our text this morning. We are with Jesus and the disciples as they walk to Caesarea Philippi. It's a Roman city on the far northern corner of Israel. They are, they are on a road trip, you might say. Have you ever gone on a road trip that expanded your frame of reference, your understanding of the world? You went to a new country that, that, that spoke a different language, that ate different food, that had unfamiliar customs, Well, that's where the disciples are in in some respects. Caesarea Philippi, before it became a a Roman city during the time of Jesus, was called Pan, as in the god Pan, the god of nature, the god of rivers and streams and mountains. It was a sacred place in the eyes of the people who lived there and perhaps even in the mind of the disciples. So as they approached this topography of divinity, Jesus suddenly asked them a question. Who do you say that I am? Now, have you ever been given a pop quiz? Have you ever had that sweaty palm panic attack moment? where the teacher handed out a quiz and you had to write down answers off the very top of your head. Or in the case of the disciples, from the bottom of their soul. And Jesus asks, well, who do people say that I am? And can you see the disciples looking back and forth at each other with wide eyes and raised eyebrows? Finally, one of them says, John the Baptist. And Jesus sighs in disappointment. <sighs> Another ventures forth with Elijah. Jesus closes his eyes. A-, a third says Jeremiah or one of the prophets. And almost imperceptibly, Jesus shakes his head. No. Then Jesus turns to to Simon Peter with this faint tone of desperation mixed with hope. But what about you? Who do you say that I am? And all eyes pivot to Peter. And he answers, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Professor Steller suggests that awe is a response to something vast that defies our frame of reference and leads us to change our perception and to enlarge that frame of reference. I believe when Peter met Jesus' gaze in that moment, his existing frame of reference expanded and all of a sudden, in awe, Jesus saw that he was the one the Israelites had been waiting for for hundreds of years. This new frame was called Messiah. In Greek, that word means Christ, the one who saves. And in that moment, Peter suddenly saw Jesus for who he truly was. And Jesus filled that frame of reference called Messiah. It's an extraordinary moment in history, if you think about it. I wonder, have you ever had a moment when you finally understood something? A formula in algebra class. How the subjunctive works in Spanish. I still don't understand that. Well, that's what happened to Peter. As he remembered, Jesus walked on water. As he remembered, Jesus fed 5,000. Through a lens of awe, he perceived Jesus' true identity, the Messiah, the Christ, the Son of God. Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, said Jesus. This was not revealed to you by flesh, but by my Father in heaven. This morning alongside Christmas Eve and Easter is truly one of our favorite Sundays for Lynn and me. And this confirmation class, like Peter and the disciples have been on a journey, not necessarily to Caesarea Philippi, but to another sacred place, a topography of divinity, uh, the sanctuary, where they too answered the question who do you say that I am? Now, this time it wasn't a pop quiz. They had time to study, to prepare, and Jesus shared with me your statements of faith. And they were thoughtful, they were insightful, and they were honest. I can tell you had an amazing teacher and mentor. And as with Peter, I could tell that your frame of reference, how you viewed your faith, And how you viewed Jesus expanded. I don't have time to share reflections and selections from all of your statements, although I wish I could. But I want to read three. And this is what you wrote. Jesus Christ anchors the faith in my heart. He and God, his Father, are there to support us with every decision we make. Jesus Christ showed and chose to everyone the meaning of God and how we can find the real pursuit of happiness is through the ways of Jesus Christ. Jesus is the Messiah, sent to guide humankind to heaven and peace. He lives through people and through all good things, such as love and hope. He's humble. He doesn't stoop to darkness or to hatred. People who love and follow Jesus carry the Spirit of God in them. This morning, may we all, I pray, reflect upon our own answer to Jesus' question. Who do you say that I am? And may our answer arise from and be shaped by awe, expanding our frame of reference, how we view the world, how we view others, how we view our own lives, so that we know the one who brings us to this sacred place this morning is the one whom we worship, and he is indeed the Messiah, the Christ, the one who saves. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.